boys and girls. This is Miss Kathy. We're in the middle of the Christmas season, and we thought we'd bring you some stories from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories. After the Christmas season, we'll be returning to our regularly scheduled shoebox mystery books. Christmas is a special time of year, a time to celebrate the birth of baby Jesus, who was born in a stable. Shepherds, after being serenaded by angels, rushed over to find the baby lying in a manger. Wise men, carrying gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, followed a bright star until it led them to the baby king. What about you? Will this Christmas bring you closer to Jesus? I hope so, and I hope that the Jesus of Christmas will live in your heart throughout the year. Helen Lee Robinson, Editor The Christmas House by Virginia Kroll Let's go see the Christmas house, Melanie said to her sister one December afternoon. It didn't take much coaxing to get Menda to agree. The two girls zipped up their jackets, pulled on their gloves, and ran outside. Large, luscious snowflakes lilted down, transforming the gray landscape into the purest, brightest white. The atmosphere was quiet and serene. This is perfect, Menda exclaimed, turning in circles with outstretched arms. She stuck out her tongue to catch the cold, wet flakes. Melanie flopped down on a nearby lawn and moved her arms and legs to make an angel impression. She admired it for a second and then gazed ahead. There it is, she said in awe, the Christmas house. We're almost there. The house on top of the hill was referred to by everyone as the Christmas house. It had earned its nickname from its appearance during the holidays. The girls looked in wonder at the spectacular scene in front of them. Lights twinkled everywhere, framing most of the house. The hedges that lined the long, winding driveway were adorned with countless miniature white lights. So were all the evergreens that graced the vast front lawn. A festive pine bough wreath hung on the front door. Shrubbery surrounding the patio glittered like crystal. Wooden figures stood in various places on the lawn. A manger scene was illuminated in soft blue. Santa and his sleigh, reindeer and rabbits, elves and angels all made the yard come to life. A spotlight highlighted the stunning effect, bathing the entire yard. Minda and Melanie stood gaping. It was always newly wonderful and breathtaking, no matter how many times they had seen it before. And they noticed something new each time they saw it. Wouldn't it be great to live here? Melanie sighed. I would be so happy. Minda nodded. Yes, it must be really nice having a house like this one. The sisters stood there in silence until Melanie spoke up again. Ready to go? Not really, but it's getting cold. Hey, I have an idea. Let's go to 66 Cafe for hot chocolate. It'll be my treat. Sounds good, and we'll have to walk past the Christmas house on our way back, so we'll get to see it twice. When the girls reached the restaurant, they stomped the snow from their boots and brushed off their coats before entering. The first booth was available, so they slid into it. They were talking about how good, warm, frosted cinnamon buns sounded when their conversation was interrupted. A couple in the booth across from them were involved in an ugly, heated argument. Minda and Melanie exchanged uncomfortable glances. They tried not to listen, but that was impossible. The man and the woman were yelling at each other, not seeming to care who heard the hurtful things they were saying. The girls were glad when the couple finally got up and stormed out the door, one several moments after the other. Phew! Both girls breathed at once. "'May I help you?' asked a familiar voice. The girls looked up to see their former babysitter. "'Sarah, I thought you were away at college,' Melanie exclaimed. "'I was, but I transferred to Buffalo State right here in town. I work here at 66 part-time.' "'How do you like it?' Minda asked. "'School? 
or work. Both, I guess, Minda laughed. School's great, and I like my job, except for scenes like the one across from you a few minutes ago, said Sarah. Yeah, that was awful, Melanie agreed. At least they talked today, said Sarah. That's an improvement. They come here a lot, and they usually don't speak at all. They're cold as ice to each other. I wonder why they spend any time together at all if they hate each other, said Melanie. It just goes to show you, Sarah commented, that money can't buy everything. You know them? Minda asked. Not personally. All I know is that they own the Christmas house. Minda and Melanie could hardly believe what they'd just heard. On the way home, Melanie and Minda stopped in front of the Christmas house. They stood there for a long time, looking at it as though it were the first time. Finally, Minda broke the silence. It doesn't look the same to me anymore. Me neither, said Melanie. I'm going to pray for that couple tonight. That's a good idea. I will, too. Now, let's go to a real Christmas house. Yeah, responded Melanie. The girls turned and headed for home. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories, a compilation from various writers for Guide magazine, edited by Helen Lee Robinson and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. As our special gift to you, we will be sharing one of these stories every day between now and Christmas. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. 